Are you looking to grow your business and stay resilient? Look no further than FM Global. With over 180 years of scientific research and engineering expertise, we bring innovative solutions to ensure your commercial property today so you can prosper tomorrow. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. And this is the weekly Spirit Seeker Hour. And this is Cindy Meyer, your host. And we have been doing this show for a little over two years now. And prior to that, I had a a traditional radio station uh, studio uh, format. And I have to tell you, the, the blog talk radio has worked so wonderfully in that, you know, people listen to the show, they like the show, they send other people to the website for the show, and there are several ways to access uh, the archives. You can simply go to spiritseeker.com and click on the radio icon in the upper left-hand corner, and that will take you directly to my blog talk page, and there are over uh, 200-something shows archived there. And then the minute the show is finished tonight, voila, there it is. So I really want to thank all of you for helping spread the word and um, we're just very grateful. We've been publishing Spirit Seeker Magazine for 15 years. It's available as a print magazine throughout the Midwest and then, uh, of course, read online. And uh, we are in Chicago, Kansas City, St. Louis, and most recently we've expanded into Arkansas. So we we are, you know, in almost all the Whole Foods in all of those cities and many other um, distribution points. But then in uh, in addition, we like to be at conferences. So if you know of a conference anywhere throughout the Midwest, please let us know. And actually we are shipping, um, not we already shipped magazines, we'll be at the 12-12-12 conference in Carefree, Arizona that is happening um very soon before we know it. Okay, so this month in Spirit Seeker, there's information on the 12-12-12 Star Knowledge Conference that I just mentioned. There's a wonderful um, article about the Law of Divine Compensation on Work, Money, and Miracles by Marian Williamson. There's a um, information on yoga, Ayurveda, and creativity. And there's an article about the Sacred Journey of the Heart, the new documentary film uh, that we are going to be hearing about tonight. So it is my um, honor to bring our guest on tonight, Rana Prince. Rana, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, Thanks. great. I'm just going to tell the listeners a little bit about you, and then we're we're going to hear more from you. Um, okay. Rana is uh, is very involved in global consciousness. She is the, as I said, the producer of the Sacred Journey of the Heart, which is a film about science and the spirit of our connection, and. Um, She personally also works as an intuitive counselor, coach, workshop leader, inspirational speaker. She's the founder of Modern Mastery Global Wholeness Company. And you just have your, what I I get is that you have your finger on the pulse (laughs) of what's going on. Well, well, I I have a lot of things that I do and and that I love. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of exciting new things happening. And the film is foremost in in my heart right now for the, the spreading the message of global consciousness. Well, and, and tell us, you know, they said, you know, on your website I was reading, which 
by the way, uh, listeners, it's sacredjourneyoftheheart.com. Fabulous website. There's information about the film, about the different uh, filmmakers, how it came to be. But, you know, Rana, on the website it said that in 2005 you had this vision of the um, global wholeness. Would you be kind enough to talk about that just a little bit, please? Well, looking back all the way to 2005, it seems like a long time ago, but I, I had been about three years into the process of remaking myself as a as a spiritual counselor and teacher, and so I, I thought, you know, I, uh, I really had some things figured out, and little did I know I had much more in store. But in 2005, I, I had the awareness, the intuitive awareness, you know, that as we work on ourselves in terms of our energy system, we're also energetically as above so below working on on earth and that there had to be a correlation between the human subtle energy uh, chakra system as we call it and the earth chakra system and so i had an, an vision that you know what if we take ourselves you know two chakra centers around the earth and we work as a work we work on ourselves we have an awareness that we're helping you know earth open up and balance and so that's really where the vision of global wholeness and sacred journey of the heart originated and um, then I went on this quest to later on 2009 start filming the process of sacred sites and energy centers and um, ended up then three years after that in 2012 releasing the film sacred journey of the heart well and the people that you have put together is just you know, amazing. You have indigenous mm-hmm. elders, you have shamans, uh, you know, you have some of the, the cutting edge leaders in, um, you know, spiritual teachers and, and authors, et cetera. And, you know, working between, you know, you know, with the heart and the mind. I mean, I can't even imagine what it was like to put this particular group all together. And, and I mean, just tell us how, how did you master this? Because, I mean, this is quite uh, an undertaking what you've done with this film. Well, most of it was was spirit led, and and the term I I recently come across is synchro destiny, and I I learned that from Deepak Chopra, just having completed his meditation program, which was wonderful. You know, it was synchro destiny that brought me in connection with all of these uh, these wonderful teachers. When you see the film, you, you won't hear a single thing about Earth chakras, by the way, because we ended up um, really bringing it into more grounded energy that mainstream can, you know, understand. So we took a lot of that out. It's still, you know, in the energy field. But just, you know, step by step being led by my heart, not my head, and the way that it all came together um, was just trusting. Uh, A very important person that said yes from the very beginning and has helped me um, all the way has been Greg Braden, that I'm sure people listening, you know, know Greg is one of the leading um, heart-centered, the spiritual luminaries of our time. And he just heard, you know, that from one of my supporters, Karen Kebnick, you know, this is a great project. And he said, I'm I'm in, in 2009. He didn't know me. He didn't know much more about it. And so Greg really, you know, helped me ground this vision of, of heart-centered earth. And here we are, you know, in 2012 that he's been talking about for so long. And we have the opportunity to really contribute to the shift in the way we've been in the past into this bridge into more heart-centered, true heart-centered living. 
Well, you know, and it's interesting, uh, Deepak Chopra used to talk about synchronicity. And then I remember when he, um, the first time I heard him was 1994. And then um, I heard him a few years later, and he did, he said, you know, pay attention to the groups that you um find yourself in because that's that synchro mm-hmm. destiny party said so people are coming together mm-hmm. vibrationally that have perhaps worked together before or mm-hmm. for whatever reason it's time like the power of coming together in this way mm-hmm. which is really what this film is all about is we're way like you know we're way beyond just things just happening um happenstance shall we say and mm-hmm. you know Greg Braden's been teaching this you know he's been on the forefront for over 22 years um mm-hmm. and listeners you can you can go to his website I'll give some of the websites of these amazing people but um Greg Braden is g r e g g b r a d e n dot com and He's written, you know, such books as The Isaiah Effect, The God Code, The Divine Matrix, Fractal Time, The Secret of 2012, and A New World Age. Um, most recently, and actually we're covering his new book called Deep Truth in our January um, 2013. Actually, I'm sorry, December uh, 2013. I'm It's like, you know, we just, it's at the printer. <laughs> you know, it's like, which issue was that? But it's the upcoming December issue that you'll read an excerpt um, about his latest book, Deep Truth. And, you know, he's, I, to me, the first time I met Greg Radin, I just thought he is a scientist, and yet he is like the spiritual person, and he studied cultures from all over the world and just makes it all, you know, you're just in wonder. And he and he mm-hmm. talked about that, The you know, he's been a big supporter of the, the Heart Math Institute and everything that goes along with those mm-hmm. teachings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been just a, a wonderful supporter, and he keeps showing up. He showed up at our uh, international premiere in, uh, in Scottsdale on October 19th, and... Um, with his help and many others, so Cynthia James and and Uquala, who t- you know talk about synchro destiny. Uquala is in the Star Knowledge Conference, and he's also in my film and was at the premiere. You know, we we sold that place out, and it was a big, big theater, 450 seats, and every seat wow. taken, and um, it was just you know a, a process that I that I've learned making the film of uh, allowing my imagination to just and run wild with this and then let it all go and say spirit show me something even greater and that's that's what's happened over and over again and and uh, one of the teachings i learned from another one of the leading luminaries in the film dr joe dispenza was you know the key and it fits in with heart math is to just allow yourself to feel grateful for this vision that's out there in the quantum field as if it's already done and that that is the key to the master of this process and i did that day after day after day imagining the theater filled and staying at the box office and changing lives and you know and then you just say I let it go and I trust that spirit will bring me something even better and that's exactly what's happened throughout this whole process. That's just fabulous and that trust and knowingness. Mm-hmm. You know we we've all heard where the attention goes the energy flows and what you focus on expands but you know when you take it a step further and you know, you just use the visualization and just see it, feel it, taste it. That's, you know, really when everything just falls into, you know, that magical energy field. And, you know, I, I, I don't even know where to begin. There's so many different people, but, you know, you have Colin Tipping, who mm-hmm. is the teacher, author, and founder of the Institute for Radical Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about him a little bit because, you know, his work is just really so needed at this point, too. Mm-hmm. It It is, and he is... 
he was the the turning point in this whole process for me personally um you know from really finding a step by step method of going from the head to the heart. I was teaching about that, and I, I thought I, I knew some things about it, and we started filming, and the the film clips came back in uh, late 2009, and I saw myself on camera, and I said, I look scared to death. Here I am talking about, you know, the compassion and love, and I'm I'm like this deer in the headlights, and you can see the, the transformation in our YouTube uh, video clip on um, Sacred Journey of the Heart YouTube channel, where you see the before and after transformation, and I said, you know, I I can't be in my film as as a, as a teacher, as a speaker, when I look like this. There's something I need to do, and that synchronicity brought me um, into the awareness of Colin Tipping's work. And I went and met Colin in 2010, and that became a very significant turning point, or pun on words, a tipping point for me because you know I realized I really needed to get into the feelings. And as Colin says, you can't heal what you don't feel. And I was really kind of holding back some intense feelings about what happened to me growing up. And and meeting Colin was uh, just such a a wonderful you know meeting of hearts to give me the the safe, contained process, beginning, middle, and to an end to feel the things that in my spiritual work I had learned. You know, oh, anger's low. You shouldn't feel that. Just you know, move on, let it go. But the real value in Colin's work is, you know, you touch into it, you feel it, you move it, and and then you can shift into something else. And I can't say enough about Colin and, and how important his work is on the planet right now. Well, and just a little bit um, about uh, Colin, and you'll find all this on the website, by the way, but, you know, I had heard about him, but I, you know, until the film, I had never really experienced you know his wisdom, and um, mm-hmm. other than you know, just you know, you just know when you when you hear someone that's doing this work. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he is originally from from London, from England, and then uh, worked out of London, and then uh, was a professor at London University, and then immigrated to the U.S. in 1984. And he and his wife are doing uh, work at the. Um, with forgiveness with cancer patients he founded the georgia cancer help program and together we heal he mm-hmm. um he's also an interfaith minister with the universal brotherhood movement incorporated and you know just you know his whole teachings you know are um you know the, the title of his book radical forgiveness making room for the miracle um just helps people it, with whatever the problem is you know um mm-hmm. You know, whether it's self-forgiveness, improving relationships, weight loss. I mean, I remember my, my friend Sandra Ray wrote a book, The Only Diet There Is, and this was, you know, way ahead of anyone understanding the correlation between weight and um, forgiveness. And I remember her saying, the only diet there is is forgiveness. If you forgive, then the weight will mm-hmm. magically just start to fall away. Mm-hmm. And that, that happened, totally for, it happened for me because I, um, uh, when I first met Colin, I was, uh, 25 pounds heavier and I I went through the process and you know he met me then and we went back he agreed to be in the film and we went back to Georgia to film some of the scenes that, uh, that are in there his gender healing ceremony and he said what happened to you and I said you happened to me and then he's so humble he said no I didn't do he, I didn't do the work you did the work <laughs> so right. uh, you know it's, it's really the, the, the real fundamental gift in his work is it helps us get out of being a victim of anything when you start to live this not just as a as a worksheet or a process but as a radical living and that's his new work is all about radical living 
you you completely you know can shift out of victim consciousness of anything. You know, if you have a projection that somebody's doing something to me, you can't live in that projection more than a couple minutes, you know, at most. And you kind of look at yourself and go, oh, geez, there there's my shadow again. And then you shift into you know I'm, I'm feeling whatever you're feeling. You don't ever ever bypass that with his work, but then go, hey, this is what I'm choosing. Look at the opportunity here to right. see myself as empowered. And, and you know, it's just. Uh, it's it's making room for the miracle. It really is. Well, and and you know, I I I the, the part of the film that talked about the forgiveness, and it, I forget the quote. So, and I know you'll know it. Where it's it's not that you're leaving uh, leaving it behind, but instead you're just moving forward with a whole new way of looking at everything. Yeah, you you know, and when you forgive, you in no way change the past, but you sure do change the future. And that that's in one of our quotes on the screen, and that's happened to me over and over again. And you know, healing my family of origin relationships, and and then being able to help my clients as a as a counselor because I became ra- uh, certified as a radical forgiveness coach, and had a woman in my office yesterday that went through two coaching sessions with me right before Thanksgiving and said I she's ridden with anxiety, never had a peaceful Thanksgiving holiday with her family. Two coaching sessions later on you know, Monday she sat here and said it's it was a miracle. We all got along, people exchanged gifts, uh we're happy, we're and, and I said, you know, it, it really is this work. It takes one person to change, and that's what's so exciting. You can change your whole family dynamic with just one person uh, going through this process. Well, um, I think it's a, a good segue to go into Arasoma. I was, you know, I I was first introduced to Arasoma. Oh my gosh, in mm-hmm. the early '90s, I, I uh, Spirit Seeker has um, had 27 holistic conferences since 1996, mm-hmm. and um, you know, because of that, we just meet amazing, amazing practitioners and mm-hmm. you know, cutting edge mind, body, and spirit tools. Uh, you know, techniques, etc. And Arasoma to me is just fabulous with the colors. The first time I saw those color bottles, I'm like, "What is that?" Yeah. You know, and then, and then, yeah. you know, I mean, and I still I use you know a feng shui consultant, and a lot of times mm-hmm. when I do space clearings, I just there's certain Arasoma, mm-hmm. you know, products. I mean, some certain blends that are just perfect for clearing. So let's talk about mm-hmm. you know what that was like to work with the you know oh. the teacher, author, and chairman of Arasoma. You know, oh, yeah, and a lot of people in, in uh, North America listening don't know a, a lot about Orosoma. It's, you know, color therapy for the soul. It's this magnificent, beautiful system that has actually right now, it continues to evolve, but there's 111 different little glass bottles that contain water from the well of the chalice in the bottom part and oil on the top. So you have two parts, just like a, you know, kind of like a salad dressing, oil and water that don't mix until you shake them up. And then you actually take the substance and apply it to your body. And that that was one of the first uh, certifications I ever got was uh, in 2005 when I, when I stood in front of this beautiful, magnificent, jeweled set of color and energy. I said, I have to know more about this. And I've been a certified orthoma practitioner since 2005. And um, you know, was taking classes all the time with Mike Booth, uh, who is also from the UK, a phenomenal uh, teacher. And uh, you know, when when I sat down next to him, I was all kind of nervous because I didn't know if he would d- agree to be in the film. You know, and I sat. He actually came up to me and sat down, and he said, "What? You know, I had my notebook about global wholeness and the film, and he said, what's that?'" 
And I said, well, it's a movie I'm working about. I was really in the early stages of it. Uh, we hadn't even gone to, uh, or we had just gotten back from our initial filming in Glastonbury. And he immediately agreed to uh, to be in the film. And, um, you know, just his wisdom and his, his energy uh, really shines through in the segments that he teaches in the film. Well, and, you know, Arasoma is just fabulous, you know. Um, mm-hmm. What Rana was just saying, you know, with these little glass bottles, and you, you're just, you just, you look at them and you go, what? And, you know, yeah. my my mom uh, uh, made her transition in early 2004, January 2004, and we had we had a memorial, a celebration of her life afterwards. And, you know, all of my friends, you know, were there and did different things. And, and you know, my, my friend, Charlotte Pride, who is uh, an RSOMA practitioner, did the crystal bowl with the mm-hmm. RSOMA in it and then sent it out, calling in, yeah. you know, the angel. Oh, it was just fabulous. And then yeah. she, I just remember her giving me this beautiful purple bottle to help mm-hmm. me, like, you know, with the grief and sadness in my heart, you know, because oh, yeah. it was just, it was, yeah, I it know, was, it I know was, just. It, which it helps. I just know which one that is. Yeah, that that is for grief and overcoming grief. And right. you know, people are listening and they want to see. You know, what are we talking about? You know, look at modernmastery.com dot com and you can see. You know, what a little bit about what these are. And, and, and there's so much we could spend the rest of the time talking about orosoma. Every oh tradition I ever studied is in this system. It's numerology, tarot, Kabbalah, astrology, ascended masters, archangels, chakras. And so, you know, you just it goes on and on, and it's so subtle and transformational that um, you know I'm I'm hoping with having Mike Booth in the film that that people at least in in this country will start to see you know and, and have a an ability to to see how powerful this is. I know the Orisoma message is not as big here as it is in. Um, you know, like in the, in the in the Far East, in Japan, and and those places in Australia, New Zealand, and in Europe. So, um, my hope is that uh, Orisoma will get more um, attention through this film. Absolutely, it's fabulous. And um, you know, I, I don't even know where to go next. We have we have <laughs> so many, you know. And I, you know, Mary Morrissey. We're hearing her name so much now. You know, mm-hmm. uh, everywhere I go, I see Mary Morrissey, and I'm on her email list. And you know, she's fabulous as the commentator and offering her wisdom in the film. So let, let's talk about Mary Morrissey just a little bit. Well, Mary came in uh, just this. January, one of the last, uh, the last person that was added to the film, because I had a vision and I and I kept, you know, just holding the energy that I wanted a very powerful female narrator to the film because there, there's a lot of great films out there in the genre of spirituality, but a, a lot of times the male is the narrator, the male voice is prominent, and the women say kind of like some fluff stuff. <laughs> I've got to have a balance of male and female, and I want a female. A powerful, you know, spiritual leader to narrate the film, and it was just one of those synchronicity things again. On January second, uh, two thousand and twelve, I, you know, through my the person that's been helping me, Marianne Wilson, who really has helped invent this genre, with along with James Twyman, back going back to Indigo Children, knew Mary, said, "Here's Mary's number, call her." Called Mary, and not only did did Mary say yes, I'll be I'll narrate the film, but I'll actually appear in the film too. You just show up with your camera, you know. I'll find the place. Don't worry about paying for the location of the shoot. And I'm like, okay, I know we're you know the goosebumps, the chills over the whole body because that's been the spirit of it all. Nobody you know had ego involved in saying you know I want to keep rights and permission and payments. It's all been 
about giving and aligning with the, this message of the journey of the heart. And you know, Mary's what yeah. Mary contributes into the film is is very powerful. Her her connection with Nelson Mandela, with the the wisdom teachings of a lot of great American authors, uh, and and Thornton Wilder at the end of the film. So, an, another great uh, teacher that's contributed to this effort. Well, we have to talk about heart math. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's like, you know, yeah. it's almost like, you know, this underpinning of everything it felt like throughout, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. so let's talk about heart math because, you know, a lot of people still don't know about it. So, you know, I, you've covered so much in this film. It's just amazing to me. Well, we did take on a big project and, and um, you know, it's not, I think it's a, it's a film with a lot of experts in it, but there's so much organic you know, beauty and in, in the cinematography that uh, Scott Servine brought into the final part of the product, and, and to really just bring real people's stories in, in little vignettes. You know, my my stories in there, and a businessman who left the corporate world is there, and um, you know, a man who had a heart attack. So just just to make sure people are knowing, and this is not just about a bunch of spiritual teachers and talking heads. There's a lot more to it. But um, Heart Mass came in also about. Uh, well, August of 2010, because I, I realized that you know we had something so powerful, and I was aware of HeartMath. I had an, a HeartMath M-Wave, a little device that helps you you know kind of see and know what heart coherence is. So we we said, hey, do you guys want to interview? And they said, sure. And what I, what I found out later um, in talking to Deborah, uh, Dr. Rosman of the Institute of HeartMath, is that they, they get interviewed a couple times a month. And she said it's very very few. Uh, projects that really get out to the the public like this. So they brought the science behind the intuitive knowing that so many of us have that we really are connected. And we're not just connected to each other, but we're connected to the earth in ways that you know are, are very surprising. And I, I'm sitting there interviewing Dr. Roland McCready, the lead, lead research scientist, and and he said, you know, our um, Heart, the electromagnetic field of our heart is an exact overlap to the electromagnetic field of the Earth. And here I am, you know, interviewing, and, and I, I hear this on the film. I, I, I'm gasped. I'm, <gasps> when I listen to the soundtrack, you know, I can hear myself because it was just everything that I knew from way back as we started this interview in 2005 that when we are, you know, conscious with, with the Earth process, we're connected. And he just sat there in that interview and said, it's, we, we've proven it. And right. so we have a number of those, you know, gasping moments now that I've seen it in the theater where the whole audience, you know, turns and whispers to each other. They say, I didn't know that. And it's very exciting. And that's why I have people, you know, the heart math stuff really grounds in this information that we, you know, in the spiritual community have known intuitively. We've known, you know, from our you know, third eye awareness, our gut awareness, whatever you like to call it. But we've known this. And so we've had people who come back and see this film two, three, four, five times, you know, when we went oh, back. Oh, I can believe the it. Yeah, and they said, Who, who's been here? People, who's taking notes? We got like, you know, a handful of people, half a dozen people or more holding their notebooks up. And we actually had to tell the theater managers, could we have a little 
um, special exception for people with their their iPads or something. They're taking notes. They're not texting their friends. So right. we have a little section. Isn't it, in the it's back. all changed, hasn't it? You know, I mean, it's just so changed <laughs> yeah. because I can remember what the bleep do we know? You know, Spirit Seeker was you know being published at that time, and I remember working with this um, David Langer out in Los Angeles, and he he called one day and he said, "Okay, how would you like to have a full page ad in Spirit Seeker, and how would you like to have?" Um, a, you know, a movie theater, and you can fill it with whoever you want. You know, we'll pay for the theater, and you just fill it. And I said, what? Mm-hmm. He said, yep, it's a free screening for your city, and, you know, you're in charge of it. And I said, what a ti- what a great time for a party, right? So I invited all the New Thought ministers of all the different churches, and I think okay. we had 250 seats. And then we had people, like, begging to get in, and the theater's like, no, you are at your limit. And it was only supposed mm-hmm. to be in St. Louis at this one theater for, like, maybe one week. It wound up being mm-hmm. here for three months. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's because how that's it all just started. How it is. So you've been you've been in the seeing seen oh. this industry evolve, and that's been my inspiration. You know, for making the film was I I, I was here, you know, in the Harkins um, Fine Arts Theater in Tempe, and saw what the bleep, and then I saw the evolution of the industry, and I thought there's there's still something missing in this uh, these consciousness. Uh, transformative consciousness films and from myself you know starting it was it's it's the heart you know we talk about the mind and creating um our life from our thoughts and affirmations and as this in my spiritual counseling business it a lot of that just wasn't working for people in the midst of transformation well just can can you think your way can you affirm your way through this can you think the thoughts and things happen and when when we started to add the element of feelings can you bring in you know feel what you feel and then bring gratitude and appreciation into the situation that's when we started to really experience true transformation and so i wanted to contribute into this growing body of film the intersection between the heart and the mind and the thoughts and the feelings that's been my experience you really transform when when those things intersect right well and you know greg braden you know uses the heart math you know, and, and, you know, you jump in if I don't have those totally correct. But um, but I know that, like, after 9-11, they did satellites mm-hmm. from up above and measured the mm-hmm. the frequency of what was happening. And people's hearts were so open with love and sending compassion. Mm-hmm. And, and you could actually see the energy field of the earth. It was it was changed from all of the mm-hmm. outpouring of love. Well, it was the, those satellites were up in circulation already. They were already tracking, you know, just data, you know, data tracking the electromagnetic fields of the Earth, and they noticed a big spike, uh, you know, in the electromagnetic fields because they're looking at it, you know, not every minute, but probably a few days later, and they overlaid it directly and said that it was 10 minutes after the first um, plane hit the Twin Towers. And so it took about that long for the information to circulate around the world and so you know whatever that that emotional outpouring as greg says untrained emotion created a spike it could have been compassion fear uh you know concern outrage whatever it was the outpouring from the human heart was so um massive that it created a spike in the earth's fields and what we know now is that that's been replicated over and over there was a spike uh again seen when the egyptian government fell there was another spike, which, I, which I've been talking to people about. Really exciting is the trained human emotion of compassion and caring on International Peace Day. 
So when you have people meditating on those focused care times of peace, that also creates a spike. And that, that to me, that's where the real rubber meets the road, where those of us who are spiritually conscious can take our focused intention and meditate and pray for peace, and we're actually impacting the fields of earth and, and human behavior. Right. You know, tra- the Transcendental Meditation Society, um, I forget what year this was, they went and meditated on the White House lawn. And I think they, they were there for like two days. And they measured the the decrease in crime. And it rippled out like over, I don't know, it was like 200-something miles out that they measured it. The Because of their meditation and focus on peace, you know, the crime just dropped, and they couldn't. There was nothing else that it could have been attributed yeah. to. I mean, it was just totally, you know, direct yeah. correlation to this focusing of peace and rippling it out. So, you know, so many people think, well, what can I do to help? Excuse me. You know, I saw the Dalai Lama, and and you know, it was fabulous. There were over four thousand people, and he had these high school students uh, write essays on how they can create peace, more peace in their homes, and how then that goes out into the community. And the the three winners of the essays were allowed to read their um, essays to to the, um, you know, on the stage with the Dalai Lama, and then they were able to ask the first questions. And this one um, young lady said, but, you know, but what what else can we really do? You know, what, what more? And he said, he said, do you think, you know, that... Um, you know, the, he says. He says when you're when you're like you know in in your adult years, I will be gone. You know, mm-hmm. and he said. He said, do you think that I would have ever you know when I was a kid that I asked what can I do? He says. He said you just do, and he said it's like one person. He said could just make such a big difference, and mm-hmm. you know, and he says you're our future. You that through you know you that are right here, and all of you in this audience, you young because they gave 500 free tickets to students at Chicago schools, and you know, I mean, they had this amazing experience with the Dalai Lama, and him just saying, you know, you just start with one person, and then it on it goes. And and you never know, you know, what one person is it's going to you know change their life. And ta- and another synchronistic thing that happened in the second week we ran here in Arizona was uh, a person gave me a gift, a, a monetary gift on the opening night. And you know, I said, well, I could pay down my bills as a filmmaker, or I can give this back, which is what this has all been about. And so I was able to. Um, provide the funding for a group of 100 uh, Native American teenagers from the from the tribes here in Phoenix to come and see the film. And they this was one of those things I was referring to earlier that was greater than anything I could have imagined where you, you just let go and let it happen. And so these, these 100 kids came into the theater, you know, kind of like not really looking at me in the eye, not engaged, and they left completely different. They, they saw the, the ancestral teachings of you know, some of the, the head man of Lakota Nation, David Swallow, who's in the film, Ukwala from the Havasupai, uh, northern Arizona is in the film. Um, some of these tr- native traditional teachings represented in a different way. And, and a couple of these kids stood outside the theater with me when we were done, and they said, you know, we see a different way because they've come, they've kind of come up with a, a sense of they've, they've lost their heritage, they're struggling, they've, you know, they've lost some of their identity. And one of the teachers there of the school, another Native American, said, you know, it's so hard because we've lost so much. And they said, there's a, there, now we see a different a different way of viewing things. And I said to myself, if nothing else happens with this film, this has made it all worth it. That was just an, an amazing experience with those kids. 
you know, you just you just don't know how you're going to affect uh, lives. And you know, I I did work, I don't know, probably eight or ten years ago on the Cherokee reservation in North Carolina. Someone sponsored me to come in and do readings and healings, and um, I mean, it was just amazing how far away so many had been. You know, um, even though they lived on the reservation, the traditions had been lost, mm-hmm. and. You know, many of them just, you know, had forgotten how to use sacred, you know, sage and smoke to clear. And, you know, just were, they they just forgotten, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I mean, I think that's wonderful that you took that generous gift and opened the minds of these mm-hmm. children because, you know, the, so many of, you know, when you look at the Lakotas, their their ways were outlawed again, you know, and, to, mm-hmm. and just they were allowed to do their sacred ceremony again, you know, not that not that long ago. I, I interviewed Chief Golden Light Eagle and, you know, about the 1212 conference and the White Away conference that just happened in Wisconsin. And, you know, so many of the of the um the the teachings have been lost and it's just fabulous mm-hmm. that you brought so much of the indigenous leaders you know mm-hmm. and and wisdom and you came from so many angles you know you have mm-hmm. and I don't know how to say all the names so um mm-hmm. so you can correct me but um <laughs> there's there's uh Ernesto Hernandez mm-hmm. Olmos who is is from Mexico and you know, he is a multi-talented artist and, you know, specializing in cultural art farms and pre-Columbian peoples. I mean, he just seems like he has so much knowledge for someone so young. He does, and he's he's uh, he bridges from all of these ancient wisdom, wisdom teachings into, you know, the, the younger generations, and he, he does come so much from the heart. And as he says in the movie, you know, we, we can't come, as he's pointing to his head, from this. We have to come with our heart open, and we have to go through a cleansing. And um, he's just such a an old soul in a, you know, a, a relatively young body, and just so much light and you know, love shines through through this uh, wonderful, wonderful teacher in Ernesto. I believe he's up in Northern California now. You know, working with some of the um, the students in the schools there. Well, then you have this other, uh, the Greenland elder, and I, I, I can't say that name. How do you? Well, well, I can't say it either, and that's why he goes by Uncle. He has a name that you know, none of us has lots of cues and without U's in there and things. So we just call him Uncle, and he is a he's an Eskimo elder, and his um, theme is melt, melting the ice in the heart of humanity. And he says we have to find a way to to melt the ice and to really connect. So we heal, you know, the depression and the, the sense of isolation. And um, he he is just another very authentic, present, you know, spirit in this film that um, just leads lends so much beauty to the overall message. And it's, it's an honor to have him in the film. He's a very he's a very big global um, environmental activist and uh, was was thinking to come to the film premiere but was invited to do something in Barcelona around the you know, the global warming conference and so of course you know he go he goes where he was most needed but he's just such a wisdom teacher and also in his own right and um when well, and it'll he, be great. He, oh I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well I'm we're gonna have a tele summit with all of our film speakers and you know to be for me to be able to in, uh, interview these people for another another hour exclusively and provide all that in the the spring to the to the audience will be a lot of fun. Well, I mean, you look at the places he has taught over fifty mm-hmm. uh, fifty countries, 
you know, mm-hmm. um, South South Africa, North America, South America, Asia, mm-hmm. Arctic Europe, Russia, Siberia, you know, yeah. and he's just, you know, he's he's on the front lines, you know, almost everybody in this, well, I shouldn't say almost everyone in this film mm-hmm. is on the front lines. And when I, mm-hmm. I thought about how, I, I knew it had to have just affected you profoundly. And, you mm-hmm. know, and I can see where you've dropped 25 pounds from start to finish just by, <laughs> you know, being around this much light, you know? Yeah. Well, and it was really Colin again that got me to to feel to feel my feelings. And one of the, the instead of saying, "Oh, you know, anger is a low vibration," and I and I go, I went way out on a limb in this film, and I and I show the process of how to heal because I I showed up in my own film authentically, finally saying, you know, I I had a, a, a real intense experience in my life, early childhood, emotional. And sexual abuse, and that part is a really small part of the film. But I demonstrate, you know, how do we how do we feel the feelings in this safe environment? And I even have the the courage to express the energy of, of hatred. And in in all of my spiritual practices, that was that was not allowed. You know, we needed to let go of that and let it, you know, be gone. And, and it wasn't until I had the courage to really feel it and just say, you know, there was a there was an energy stuck in my body about that, and to express it. And then it can be gone. And right, right. In, you know, right before I met Colin, our um, film director Skip Thomas was diagnosed with cancer, and that and that was that's discussed in the film. And that that stopped production for a good six months, where uh, you know because I it was I w- it was suggested to me I ought to hire another director. You know, Skip is now he's got this whatever this this very judgmental overlay that if you have cancer, there's something wrong with you spiritually. And hopefully we're overcoming that. But, you know, I said, I am not going to fire Skip. We are a family, and I'm sticking with it. And that let us all go deeper into our own hearts. You know, it's funny you said that I had the um, experience of breast cancer in 2006. And, um, you know, I was, of course, still, you know, publishing the magazine and all of that. And I remember being at a Christmas party, and it was a spiritual Christmas party. It was from a New Thought Church, and without naming the name, and um, and a lady actually walked up to me at this party when, you know, it was just you know an interesting time in my life. You can you know you you know, and mm-hmm. um, and she said, well, what are you doing getting cancer? You're supposed to be like one of our spiritual leaders. You published that magazine and everything. What? Why would you get cancer? And I said, I just yeah. looked at her. I was flabbergasted. Number one, number yeah. two, I said, I said, well, I'm not walking on water yet. Am I? <laughs> right. <laughs> I just, I just, you know, I was like, how in the world, you know, uh-huh. how in the world do you answer something like that? But you know, uh-huh. I mean, and I knew she was a, a kind person, but I think she was just, you know, people don't know how to deal with cancer still. I mm-hmm. find, and you know, and then, and then, you know, well, all these people would come up afterwards. Are you in remission? I said, well, I certainly hope I'm in permanent remission. You know, yeah. But, but you know, people. You know, they just, you know, it's just, it's just one of the things. And you know, and I knew I needed to make some changes the minute, the minute I was diagnosed. And mm-hmm. you know, it was so interesting. My grandmother had died at the age that I was diagnosed, and it was a grandmother mm-hmm. that I didn't know well. And I had done all kinds of work around this because, you know, my um, biological father had, you know, uh, allowed my uh, stepfather to adopt my older brother and me because, you know, he just had terrible addictions. And so I didn't really know this grandmother. You know, I was, you know, very small when uh, I was six the last time I saw her. And so 
but you know I knew it was in the family history and normally it's the you know statistically it's in the the females the mother's lineage but you know there was no breast cancer anywhere there but I knew mm-hmm. that there was this whole thing with my father's mother and I, and I thought, oh, my, when I manifested at exactly the same age she died, I'm like, okay, you better pay attention really fast here and make some yeah. changes, which, you know, mm-hmm. is in, and you address that, you know, with, mm-hmm. with you know, working with the forgiveness and working with the heart math and, you know, letting the ice of your heart melt so that you can go into this space of compassion and forgiveness and, you know, and, and understanding that each moment is so very important. You know, each mm-hmm. moment that we have on this journey is, it, you just... You know, you just go into gratitude and see what happens. And, and the, the concept that we, we don't really have to figure it out, nor in many cases can we. You know, because it, one of the things Colin talked about is many times, uh, especially when you have those clues, like the same age as, you know, a family member was diagnosed, you, you're diagnosed too. He said sometimes it could be that you've made a spiritual agreement to carry the generational pain through all those family members of, of the inability to feel because you were going to be the one to really have the conscious awareness to shift all that, to be right. able to go into the feelings. And if that's if that's what you agreed to, if that was your gift and your role, you know, it's not about that you were manifesting from less than or an emotional block. It's just you've agreed to, to shift all of that for who who knows how many people. So right. that's, you know, what, what I I find, you know, part of the, the spiritual arrogance we have to be on the lookout for is, is the judgment around whatever anybody is manifesting, whether it's cancer or a car accident or something. It's a, it's a lesson in our opportunity is how we view it, what's our perspective on, on you know, this. Are we perceiving that as a victim, that that happened to us, or is there something deeper that, that's happening for us? Right. Right, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, and that's part of the co-creation of the journey and mm-hmm. understanding that, you know, things happen for so many different reasons. And once you're no longer in resistance, you know, mm-hmm. and but but what what you're describing is, you know, um, with, with the, you know, you hate to call it spiritual ignorance, but, but non-awake. You know, even mm-hmm. some of the spiritual frontline people sometimes, um, you know, we'll do, well, what did you do to create that? What were, what was your thinking? What was, I and mean, then, you know, and it's so, yes, you have to be aware of your thoughts. Absolutely. You know, and that's part of the, part of the work. But, you know, you don't take that and find a new way of causing, um, you know, abuse by, yeah, more, what more did you blame do? and judgment, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, we've gone full circle. Let's get the full gist of this so that we can, you know, like, you know, celebrate that we, we are, you know, getting the lesson and moving on with it, and you know, which is radical forgiveness, you know, which is what Colin Tipping talks about, you know, just, mm-hmm. just you know, it's not about the other person. It's about, you know, how do you mm-hmm. move forward and bring that light with you? Right. So, um, mm-hmm. okay, well, I, we there's just so much. And listeners, what we're going to do, because we have um, – we have so many listens like the week after. Uh, we are going to select a lucky winner if you um, to receive a complimentary DVD. Rana is offering one of that, uh, a free DVD, which, by the way, the price of this this DVD is fabulous. It's nineteen ninety nine, and you know when I saw the price, I thought, am I seeing that wrong? You know, is that really the right? <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, right now it's, it's not that. No, no. Oh, I'm it's like, perfect. That's right. That's right. 1999. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so all you have to do is send an email to info info at spiritseeker.com, and um, and we will, you know, you know, send you an email. Whoever is the lucky winner, and that will be within mm-hmm. the next week. I want to give people, you know, a week to listen to the archives, and we will actually announce that, um, you know, who the winner is. And so all you have to do is. Once again, info at spiritseeker.com. And I'm just going to take a moment um, to give the website again, and I also want to mention that in the December issue that you can read at spiritseeker.com on page 6, there's a wonderful article about the documentary film that you were hearing about, Sacred Journey of the Heart, and... um, you can, you know, read information there, and there's information, you know, you can go to the website, sacredjourneyoftheheart.com. Is that the best way, uh, Rona, for them to um, order the DVD is right through the website? Yeah, yeah, it is right now, and um, we are anticipating the, being able to start shipping those around December 7th, because in the process of doing the film, we re-edited, you know, I'm, I'm one of those, uh, one with perfection, quest for the best, you know, <laughs> what best I can do. So we are right now, you know, print, you know, replicating the DVDs, and so it's going to be about December 7th when they're available. So if people go right now, they'll they'll see they can't log on, but they can send an email to me through the um, contact, and I'll make sure I reserve a DVD because I know when it gets out through all the speakers' um, mailing lists, like Greg Braden and Mary, who have you know big, big lists, that it, it might be even a longer wait. So at least if you email through that, you know, info at Sacred Journey of the Heart, then I'll put you on the list to be sure to get the copy around December seventh uh, when it comes in. Okay, perfect. And then the website has a trailer, and, you know, there are eight different indigenous um, shamans and healers, and, you know, there's, you know, grandmother Margarita Nunez Garcia. I mean, there's just so many. And then, you know, we, we've talked about Greg Braden. We've talked about um, heart math. We have uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, who is in What the Bleep Do We Know. We talked briefly about him. Uh, we have not mentioned some of the other names, Cynthia James, uh, Sarah McLean, Sonny Don Johnston. Um, Dr. Rocco Erico, or Rico, um, and I think we Nicholas Mann, and then uh, and then so we have just a few more. We have about ten more minutes, and so I I don't know if you want to talk about any of these um, these wonderful you know people in the film, or if you want to talk about you know the experience a little more of working with your um, support team that helped create the film and the profound effects it had on them. Well, I do want to mention um, my co-producer, Dr. Donald Backstrom, who's in the film, and um, he he was really the, the really an important support person for me, is not not just as a co-producer, but my my life partner. And he is a chiropractic physician, also like Joe Dispenza. He also has an MS in clinical psychology, and he is practicing in the um, the greater Chicagoland area. And I know you mentioned you've got some following there, and. Uh, he talks in the film about the importance of um, managing our adrenal stress levels because if we are in adrenal fatigue, you know, whatever else we're doing, whether it's really, you know, great organic nutrition, if we're doing a lot of meditation, but our adrenal glands are stressed and that's our that is really the, the organ that puts out cortisol, you know, which is the stress hormone. If we're under chronic 
stress all the time, and most of us are in the Western world, all these other great practices that we do are really not going to help us manifest that radiant health, you know, the, the sort of like the image that finally got portrayed as I aged backwards in the three-year three, three year process. So you can see that on our YouTube channel again. And so I just want to, you know, want to talk about him because a lot of people say, well, where do I go? That's the question we get. Where, where, I'm, I'm ready. I want to sign up for this. Where do I go? You know, in, in the Chicago area, you can go see um, – Donald Backstrom at, uh, and you know, you can find out about more about him. But he he was just so important in in this process. He's not one of the the people that are known, but he's somebody that is really in in the in the trenches of people creating balanced health. You know, he's not he he's not looking for um, suppressing symptoms, but finding the cause. And I you know I I went from a person who was having regular migraines, who had a lot of skin problems and sleep problems. And, you know, with his true holistic integrative medicine, uh, you know, have also have come through a lot of that. So i got to say a few words about him. And then um, also about Sarah McLean, who um, oh, talked she's about a really wonderful process. She's a, a, a new author with Hay House. Her book on meditation is, is very powerful because it brings – meditation out of the realm of, you know, drudgery and something you have to do versus, you know, being excited about it. I took her meditation class here in in Phoenix, and that really re-energized my meditation practice with just some simple hints, you know, the things that I was struggling against and sitting there and really wanting to stare at the clock. And, you know, Sarah has a really great uh, new book. You can find also, you know, information through our website about and she came into the film through one one of those things where one of the speakers that was scheduled to, to interview at the last minute declined. She said, "I this, this doesn't feel right to me. I'm not going to show up." Well, I have my film cam crew there, and you know, and, and when we're filming, and I'm running at a pretty hefty hourly rate for this film yes. crew to come in. I have I have nobody to interview. And and Sarah sticks her head in the door and she goes, "Hey, hi, Ron. I heard you were over here. I just wanted to say hi." I'm like, "Sarah, would you like to be in our film?" <laughs> <laughs> but that's secret destiny. It is. That is secret destiny at its best. You know, I mean, when Deepak Chopra talks about, um, I forget who it was that he was trying to connect with in Los Angeles, and he could not find her phone number, and he could not, you know, it was like someone he was supposed to have this meeting with, and he pulls up in front of this, you know, building, you know, on the side street. And he finally finds the phone number and calls, only to find out that that is the exact address where he is supposed to be. <laughs> and I have a, I have a, this, I got to tell this quick story with Joe Dispenza and how he came into the film because it was completely something you can't even make this stuff up. Like because I wanted, I, I finally realized Joe Dispenza uh, was was really coming into the the, the heart work and, and the intersection of the heart and the mind. He might have been earlier. I just didn't, I didn't get it. So I was after his, um, you know, as administrative assistant to get uh, get him a time where we could film him, and he's so so busy right now. And finally, I'm sitting there and doing a workshop in the, in Iowa, uh, and I got an email on Thursday from his assistant said, "Oh, Joe's, Joe's agreed. You can film him in um, in the north suburbs of Chicago on Saturday." So I don't have a film crew there. I don't know anything. And so I call Skip, my director, and say, do you, do you know anybody? And he said, well, I don't know anybody, but let me look in the Internet, and I'll get back to you. Twenty minutes later, he comes back with two names. He goes, I don't know these guys, but I checked them out. I checked their websites. They're legit. So the first guy on the list is Ned Miller. So I call Ned, and I say, hi, hey, Ned, you know, explain what I'm doing. And I say, I know it's short notice, but I really need a, a film crew um, up, in, up to, in, in Chicago to film for this 
project, Sacred Journey of the Heart. I told them a little bit about it in the project itself. Didn't tell them who, when, you know, <laughs> who or who we were talking about. And he said, oh, I really, I really would love to to do this because it sounds right up my alley. But I have an event that I uh, uh, that I paid for. I already have the tickets. It's non-refundable, and I just I really feel like I got to go. And I said, uh, Ned. Would that be Dr. Joe Dispenza up in the north <laughs> suburbs of Chicago? And he said, yes, it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, and that's how, and he said, all I got, I'm there, all I got, I'm already there, all I got is put my camera in the in the car, and my, my co-producer, Donald Backstrom, who's from the western suburbs, went up and interviewed uh, Dr. Dispenza two days later. So that's how we got him in the movie. Talk about <laughs> synchro Oh, I know, because he is so busy. I mean, you know, the Celebrate Your Life conference uh, Spirit Seeker was a sponsor of in Chicago. Unfortunately, they're not coming back, but, you know, they originated out of Phoenix. And, mm-hmm. you know, because of the efforts of, of, you know, Celebrate Your Life, a lot of these, I've met a lot of these speakers in Chicago. And then, of course, I've mm-hmm. also uh, gone to Phoenix, you know, for their conferences. And, I mean, Joe Dispenza is fabulous. I mean, he's just yeah. he's just fabulous. And, mm-hmm. you know, Chicago you know is the the largest of our of our cities and um and you know i just i love chicago i just you know there's there's just a connection there and mm-hmm. you know we're just so fortunate in the midwest to have you know as much as we do and and, and then you know here i work with you know um you know the the pr people east coast west coast and so you know we're right in the middle of everything mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well and i'm i'm there a lot too you know so if people want to see me in person have this individual session uh, I go to the Chicago area pretty much every other week. So, you know, all of my personal coaching um, practices are on my personal website, modernmastery.com. And so, you know, I do a whole lot. I do radical forgiveness coaching, heart math, my own process called Modern Mastery. So they want to know about that. You know, they, they can see me in person. And Donald and I do a lot of events in the Chicago area. Yeah, and uh, Donald's website is backstromwellness.com, which is B-A-C-K-S-T-R-O-M, wellness.com. You know, it's interesting. You were mentioning that you were in Iowa, and then the next thing you know, you're in Chicago. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I had originally named Spirit Seeker Spirit Quest, and then I found out that there was another publication, and I had it, you know, totally, you know, I use a Tibetan numerologist who actually will be my guest next week, uh, Beatrix Quintana. And so I had her check you know, Spirit Quest out and everything was good to go and then found out there was another magazine by that name. So I was Mm -hmm. in Ames, Iowa. It was 1996 and uh, was teaching at a holistic conference and I was teaching, uh, helping holistic practitioners to have more of a business mind with, you know, you know, a holistic approach to business management because so many holistic practitioners, you know, are, you know, in the other realms that they have absolutely no idea, like, how to be grounded in business. And so yeah. I was there to work with their minds on, on all this. And, you know, I was, you know, a little bit, like, distraught over just finding out that that name wasn't going to work. And mm-hmm. so then I read it to this lady that I had met in a number of workshops in Omaha. And I said, well, what are you doing here in Ames, Iowa? And she said, well, I'm a spirit. Spirit Seeker just like you. No. <laughs> and that's how Spirit Seeker was named. And then, you know, I called Beatrix up again. I'm like, okay, Beatrix, you know, please check the numerology on this one. She goes, oh, this is even better. Seven's all the way around, spirituality and everything else. And so, <laughs> yeah. But it's just, you know, it's just funny. Ames, Iowa is like out in the middle of, or, or just any Iowa. It's like out in the right. middle of cornfields, you know, and occasionally there's a city. You know? Right, so it's just, yeah, it's the little enclaves of secret oh. spiritual seekers there. And I, I mean, I'm from I'm from Iowa, so I go back and, you know, oh. do, do my my work and 
we have another hour sometime. I'm, my first love is numerology, so uh, you know I'm all all into that. The, I'll tell you the last secret of the film: Sacred Journey of the Heart it equals one 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 hundred and eleven, and that's oh the vibration of the film. And that's that's what I intentionally created. So people who didn't know anything about me, we said Sacred Journey of the Heart. They said, Oh yeah, I, I want to do that. That's the power of one one one. That's fabulous. And you know, people at eleven eleven all over the world. In the morning, eleven, 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 eleven. Mm-hmm. Pray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a it's a mastery number, and it's just you know, that's fabulous. That that's the vibration of this film. But it, <laughs> you know, so listeners, you, you you really send an email to info at spiritseeker.com. One of you will be lucky enough to win a free you know complimentary copy of the DVD. Thanks to Rana Prince. But this is something that would be a fabulous, fabulous holiday gift. You know, to to give to anyone. I mean. You know, I could just see, Ronan, when you were talking about the hundred, you know, um, you know, students that you, you know, from the different uh, tribes that you gave this opportunity to. I mean, it's just like the Dalai Lama. You're getting it, you know, like these young minds can be shaped and changed and just open to this whole doorway of we're all in it together, you know, which is what this film's about, the connection of the heart and the mind and the soul. Yep, it is exciting, and that's um, that's my hope is we we get that, and we move into 2013, a year of six, which is nurturing, compassion, and and uh, and love, and and create those organic heart-based solutions. Well, and according to Beatrix Quintana, you know my Tibetan numerologist friend, she said that to, uh, she was on a, I don't know a couple months ago, and she'll be on next week. She said that 2013 is all about flow. You know, mm-hmm. like just allowing your life to flow. Like the, the, you know, we've done so much of the hard work, and you know, now it's time to in, be enlightened and lighten up. You know, and mm-hmm. you know, the the saying on my uh, calendar today is: every time you smile and feel happy, you are fulfilling God's will. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Not that we don't feel it, because, you know, and that's one of the, the things that, you know, you have shared so so wonderfully tonight is you still feel it, but it's like then then let's just, you know, get it and do whatever it takes and then get back to being that happy, happy, you know, mm-hmm. spiritual being, having the human experience, shall we say. Right. Yep. Sounds, sounds great. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, what a delight! So the website once again, sacredjourneyoftheheart.com, and um, we just really thank everyone for listening. And you know, you can, you know, show your support by favoriting the show, and it just lets the higher powers of Blog Talk they they know all the statistics. It's like <laughs> thank goodness for computers and all this other stuff, so that we get to just be on the air. But you know, um, so I just want to thank you for taking the time. I know you're extremely busy, and just thank. Thank you so much for all of your dedication and devotion, you know, in seven years in the making of this film. So thank you so much. Okay, thanks for having okay. me. All right, so uh, good night, everyone, and we'll be back next week. Have a fabulous week. Okay, namaste.
Get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.